handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Yeah, I'm not in my original uh, set right now. You know, I uh, am at my parents' place right now, but the videos must continue, guys. And look, it has been yeah, almost about 48 hours now since the uh, since the news of Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts has broken. Uh, it's been a couple days now, and you know it, it's given us time to be able to figure out our emotion, kind of understand some things. And with the title of this video you guys have seen is we're going to address now that we know who the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts is going to be and we know what we gave up, how do the Colts address this offseason going forward, right? Kind of talking more along the lines of how I would address it or what I think is going to get addressed. You know, I mean, things can change, obviously, but, you know, with the quarterback situation the way it is now, I think it provides a much more clear path for how the Colts will address this. Now, we'll talk about uh, a couple different positions here. The left tackle position, I believe that the Indianapolis Colts are going to address this in the draft. I firmly don't believe that the Colts will address this in free agency really because if they addressed it in free agency, they would be spending a lot of money on that interior offensive line at the end of the year. And I think you can invest that money into something else that is a little bit more sound and a little bit more of a fine tuned product on the other side of the ball, or just as a skill position on the, on the offense. I think drafting a tackle is much better option at this point because it allows you to get a younger player who you can come in and groom, who you can groom to be the number one starter right off the bat, and it will cost you less money. That's the ultimate thing here is cap, 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 right? Because the Colts are going to have over $50 million to invest in free agency, which is great. We can invest a lot of that money into two big name free agents that come in and do what they need to do, right? I just think tackles another one of those things that the Colts should address in the draft so you can spend less money, less worries about it, get younger at the position. I just think it makes sense there. Now, when we're talking about edge rushers, this is some of the guys here that we have that I'm just pulling up some of the names here. The big one that just from defensive ends perspectives, I like the idea of a Yannick Nagakwe because of the fact that he's younger. He's 26 years old. This last season uh, had 23 tackles, had eight sacks, 13 QB hits. This is a guy that I think should be right in the mix with what the Colts can do at edge rush. Not saying he's in the premier league of edge rushers that I think we can go with, but if big name guys 
like Shaquille Barrett or somebody else goes either stays or ends up going somewhere else, then Ngakwe is a great fallback piece because of his age, because of his ability. We know who he is. Yeah, the locker room thing is kind of the issue, but again, Ballard has supreme confidence in the locker room to be able to hold guys accountable. So I don't think that's an issue. Ryan Kerrigan was a name that everybody keeps telling me, but it's not like that's Premier League, right? He's he's an older guy. He maybe come in and you know be a really good uh a good veteran piece if we wanted to get him, but you know that's probably we just probably resign Autry or or Houston at that point if that's what we were going to do for Kerrigan. So you know there's there's a couple other names here on the defensive end front that you know are are names that you know we can decide whether or not it's going to happen. But another one is Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson is definitely a name that has been thrown out there. I I think a couple of indie media people have mentioned Carl Lawson's name before. I think that would be a very interesting uh, piece. Had six sacks last season, and he's only 26 years old. So, again, a young piece there. So we talked about defensive ends, per se, but let me see if I can get to the outside linebackers who are more edge rushers, okay? So we got Bud Dupree, 28 years old. That's a name that everybody's been talking about. Bud Dupree is one. Again, not the premier edge rusher or linebacker in that defensive system, but that defense certainly looks a lot different when Bud Dupree is not out there. Had eight sacks before going down, ultimately. I mean, Bud Dupree would be a great option. I think that would be uh, one that could definitely help us right away. We've talked about Shaquille Barrett, 29 years old. The dude is an edge rush, is just an edge rush god. <laughs> Everybody knows Shaquille Barrett, right? Uh, we we lo- I would love Shaquille Barrett. It's just ultimately a matter of whether or not Tampa Bay is going to even let him leave. You know, uh, Levante David, I think, is going to stay because – you know, he's not just an edge rusher. He's also a guy that, you know, plays in coverage and does really well. He's their leading tackler, I believe, if not for Devin White. So he had 117 tackles last year, so he he's a baller. And then another name that I think the Colts might steal is Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd is a name that I think the Bears might be willing to ship out. Okay, or don't ship out. Um, that he may be willing to escape from that place because he's 29 years old. This last year had 11 sacks. He's a great edge rusher as a guy that can go out and do that. And you probably wouldn't have to pay him premier dollar to get him. You could pay. You're going to pay a pretty penny. But I like Leonard Floyd as an option there for that. So Leonard Floyd. Again, another great name that I think we should consider. And then I think there was a couple more names here. Let me move all the way down here because I need to remember. That's it. That's it for those edge rushers. Well, those are just some of the names that you know the Colts should keep an eye on, right? There's a couple names there that we're talking about. But one thing is, is that after the edge rush, people have been talking a lot about addressing the corner right? Addressing cornerback. I think that's another thing the Colts should address in the draft. 
I think – now, y'all can let me know in the comments whether or not you believe Ballard is going to trade back for some more picks. I honestly believe he will unless he sees somebody at 21 that he knows he's going to be able to get that just pops off the board, right? And that could be a corner for all we know. That could be a corner for all we know, him drafting a corner in the first round and potentially moving up from 53 to go up further to get a left tackle that he wants. There's a lot of options there, but I think corner, again, is something that you should address in the draft because I look at a lot of the corners. You don't. There's not a lot of free agent corners right now that you would think can open up or lock down this defense. And I know people said Patrick Peterson or A.J. Boye and things like that. Yeah, the, the, those guys are, are relatively good, but they're older. They're older, right? We want to try to get younger. We want to get the young lockdown corners, right? Patrick Peterson, I don't mind bringing in on a, on a friendly deal because Patrick Peterson's a veteran and he knows what he's doing. But I think the Colts need to invest in another great young cornerback, which ultimately makes it appropriate to be in the draft for this reason. And there's a couple great corners in that first round and maybe early second that you can go and get this year. So that's what I'm thinking there. And then, you know, we talk about the wide receivers, right? Well, Allen Robinson is just, I think that's completely off the board. I do not believe that we are going to end up getting somebody like Allen Robinson. He's going to want a ton of money. T.Y. Hilton's still to be determined. I think we probably bring him back, but I'm not sure. I'm not certain. And before anyone asks me, no, I do not want Deshaun Jackson. Please do not give me Deshaun Jackson. Uh, 35 years old, injured all the time. Don't give me him. Here's a couple names that I think we could take a look at. Sammy Watkins, I think, is a great option for, for cheap, for relatively cheap, because 28 years old, production is there. I think that for somebody like a Carson Wentz who likes to throw it deep, Carson Wentz would love to throw to Sammy Watkins, who can definitely burn you, has that uh, good ball instinct. And Marvin Jones is another name. Despite the age of being 31, his production speaks for itself. Last season, 76 catches for 978 yards and nine touchdowns. I mean, Marvin Jones is really a good receiver that a lot of people oftentimes just don't understand or don't get excited about but forget just how good he is. And then when we're talking about some other receivers, bigger name receivers, this isn't big name, but I do think Curtis Samuel could be somebody that the Colts might target. Uh, that's not big name, but for cheap, I honestly think that you could get him for for less than what some people think. And then we talked about Kenny Galladay, right? The other Lions wide receiver, Kenny Galladay, is the one that everybody's talking about that he's probably going to end up getting re-signed by the Lions. But... You know, Kenny Galladay, if he doesn't want if he doesn't end up getting tagged, you know, that's the ultimate thing. And Chris Godwin most likely is gonna get tagged if anything. So as much as I would like for that to happen. Options to address in a draft. I think the best thing for the Colts to do is address left tackle, corner in the draft. You can invest, you know, 
a couple more picks in a tight end, a, a wide receiver, and then maybe like a, another safety, interior defensive lineman, things like that, right? And then addressing in free agency, I think is most important is going after an edge rusher, going after a premier edge rusher, like I said, and then addressing a big need at wide receiver, getting that true number one, a guy that you can just rely on to make a play like that, I think ultimately is the big thing for the Colts. Let me know what you guys think. I think it's a little easier now. Like I said, now that Wentz is here, you can kind of game plan around his tendencies and know what kind of receivers you need, what kind of guy you need to protect him on his blind side, things like that. But we all can sit here in agreement now that the Colts don't have to worry about investing into a quarterback anymore. You can just invest all that time into getting weapons on the defense and on the offense for Wentz, which is a great thing to have right now. It's a lot more clarity, and I'm sure Ballard is glad that he's able to just stick to his draft board now and go after some guys in free agency. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and as always, go Colts. Yeah.